Hello, 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 my soulful friends. Thank you for joining me again. We're on to track nine, and I hope you're all digging the podcast so far. If you would like to support, feel free to make a donation or buy the vinyl. You can do that on my website, dmajor7s.com. Okay, let's get into the tune. Time the Healer, featuring Feta and Zaska. I wrote this song about a very dear friend of mine who was going through a tough time after a breakup. I wanted to tell him that everything will be fine, that all it takes is time and that he'll feel better. I know that isn't very useful information to tell someone when it feels like their whole world has fallen apart. You know, when you break up with someone, it feels like the most devastating thing and it's really hard. It's really hard to see your friend going through that that painful process and not being able to help. So this is a song born out of love, but also out of frustration. Maybe the place to start with is the intro, which is the very last thing we did in production, actually. The album version has a slightly longer intro with an extra flute riff in the background. I wanted some distant sounds of people talking, so I asked Ken to find me some samples of people, but what he did instead was use bits and pieces of Feta and myself just chatting in between our takes while we had been recording. And I didn't realize he had been keeping these the entire time. <laughs> you have to watch out for those those engineers, man. They'll, they'll trap you. Uh, who knows what we're saying, though? I think, thankfully, he, he mashed a few tracks together, so you can't really make out any recognizable conversation, which is perfect. I was imagining a scene where, you know, the guy is arriving at a party, he hears muffled sounds of people having fun talking, maybe he hears his ex's voice. Or, I had this whole movie scene kind of playing out in my head. And then when he opens the door, he sees her. And that's when the music becomes crystal clear. That's when the first chord comes in and the emotions start flooding back. And we hear the first lyric. So you have this feeling of anxiety and fear, but also strong memories of love, pain mixed together. You know, it's kind of a deep thing. I was definitely drawing on some past personal experiences as well for this song. So the riff, yeah, I, I love these those kind of songs that have just one riff throughout that repeats. A bit like Use Me by Bill Withers. That riff is something simple but funky, and you don't really mind hearing it again and again. In fact, you kind of want to hear it over and over because it's so satisfying. And then that becomes a bed for any kind of vocal melodies to sit on top. It was kind of a bluesy thing. I was imagining it with wah wah guitar and I made a version with my acoustic guitar and I put an effect on it in GarageBand. The way this track worked out, we ended up with 
two of the best guitar players around involved. There's my brother Paddy, who plays all over this album. And Max Zaska, who I asked to get involved, especially with this track. I didn't plan it that way beforehand, but around halfway through doing the track, uh, I realized Zaska would be perfect, that just the way he plays suited the tune. Yeah, Max is an insanely talented songwriter, as well as a guitarist. Um, and Paddy as well, I've played with him for most of my musical life, really. I'm just, yeah, I'm just so happy that they're, they're both on the track. It reminds me of one of those kind of classic groups with uh, two brilliant guitarists, like like CSNY turned out to be, or Thin Lizzy. What is the absolute buzz? Uh, my name is Zaska, and I'm an Irish um, soul artist based around Dublin. And yeah, I played some, I played some, uh, some guitar on this, uh, on this track, um, Tom the Healer. It came about from just me and Danny knowing each other for a long time. Danny's a good mate. Uh, we go back like a long way and would have played together in a few kind of different things. I kind of know him from his first band, Mob Fandango, and I would have played a lot with his singer, um, Keith Fennell. And so we've all been kind of in the same circles, yeah, playing together for years. We did a D'Angelo kind of cover gig together, and we played this Golden Plex show um, together where he was featured, and we played the tune live then. And yeah, so Danny just asked me uh, one day to 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 supply some um, guitar for the track, and I was delighted. He sent me the little kind of riff, the... I can't remember if it was already had like a wah thing on it but i i kind of love using my uh like an auto wah so i added that onto it um maybe he wanted wah <laughs> but i gave it to him anyway and yeah just added some nice little tasty kind of open chords Give it that kind of spacey, solely feeling, and uh, and then I put a little um, solo to it. And the solo, I was listening to so much D'Angelo at the time, and I was just getting into kind of doing a lot of double stops and stuff on the guitar. And you can hear that that solo is kind of the first what I'd call kind of like my sound kind of going forward. I feel like that solo is the kind of first time I've, I kind of put it on anything. Just kind of more more chill, um, chordy, um, less busy kind of thing. So um, I was really happy with it. I did it on a Strat that I had at the time. I just recorded it at home as well. Uh, we were it was it was before any Corona uh, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but I still just recorded it at home myself because I was doing a lot of home recording at the time. mixed it in and all sounded lovely and cohesive then but yeah i was delighted to be part of this track it's an absolute banger danny's vocals uh feta's vocals they're absolutely outrageously kind of oozing in soul the harmonies are amazing the theme of the track 
is um, kind of universal. Give things a bit of time and, and it'll all be grand. The first verse is all about the doomed relationship, the broken promises, you know, how he doesn't care when people tell him it'll be all right because it still hurts. I took the phrase time the, time the magician from an old Clifford T. Ward song of the same name. He was an English singer-songwriter from the 70s. I went through a phase of listening to his stuff, really sweet songs. There's one line that always stuck with me from that song, and it's time the magician played a few old tricks on us. I was your big I like the idea of time being a person, you know, this guy pulling strings and surprising us with the eventual plot twists in our lives. I already had the title of Time the Healer, so it just kind of evolved into that, the staggered voices in the chorus. Again, it's nothing new, but it just seemed to naturally fit this song. I used to be in a group that sung a cover of The Weight by the band, so maybe that's where it comes from. Um, But the Beatles, you know, the Beatles probably did it. I know D'Angelo has a similar thing at the end of the line. I feel like it's something that humans have been doing since they began singing together. It's so effective, and especially for this song, it feels like time, 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 it goes on forever, until the third harmony anyway, before things finally start to heal. I'd always wanted to do a track with Feta. I'd known her for a few years, and for a brief moment in another lifetime, we were in a band together, actually. It was her and her two siblings, myself and a few others. It's called Babadori. We did fun covers with loads of harmonies. I always knew she was super musical and creative, and I loved her EP like no other. Now, if you've been listening from episode one, you know I love the, the duet dynamic. It's special. It elevates the song to new levels. Osmo Jam sang on Say When. Gronje McCarthy sang on Believing. So I asked Feta to sing the second verse on Time the Healer, and she was down. It's not the load that weighs you down It's how you carry it around the healer The second verse is about holding on to baggage. It's not the load that weighs you down, it's how you carry it around. Which might sound like some kind of self-help nonsense, but I firmly believe that to be true. We're often the ones holding or blocking our own happiness by choosing to hold on to these negative feelings and bad energy. So holding your head up high, being proud of yourself, even if you're just faking it at the start, is kind of the first step to letting that go. I remember I had to work that day, as with every day, so Feta recorded her parts with Ken, and I only heard them afterwards. Hold your head up and be proud. You were lost, but now you're found. The healer. My mind was blown. She had changed the melody and the vibe completely. Now, for this song... I had already recorded my second verse complete with all the answering harmony vocals and everything. I think just because Ken and I were on a roll that day in the studio, so we just did the second verse, but we scrapped it, obviously, for Feta to do her verse. 
And then we decided not to delete my harmony. So we deleted my main vocal, but not my harmonies. So because she had transformed the melody, the harmonies I had originally recorded didn't make sense anymore. Ken and I had a big discussion on whether to keep them or not. I think I convinced him just to keep them in there because <laughs> I'd spent so long doing them. So the harmonies are a bit more mysterious, I think, if they don't make sense with the lead vocal anymore. Um, and it, it just adds another kind of edge to the whole mood. They have a more kind of ad lib or random quality. It sounds more improvised or jazzy. which in the end matches Feta's verse because she doesn't repeat any of the melodies. It's, it sounds kind of like it might be improvised. The notes that she chose for her, her verse, I would never have imagined. So yeah, the end result is her improv sounding verse mixed with my very planned and precise harmonies to a vocal line that no longer exists. It's not the load that weighs you down. It's how you carry it around the healer. Another thing I love, I love the way Feta changed time into a female character. Throughout the song, I'm referring to him. He heals all wounds. He heals all wounds. She changed it to, you've got a friend her name is. Um, and that also blew my mind, even though it's such a simple change, the idea, the idea of time being a woman. Um, it makes so much sense. And my dad also, always used to say that if there is a God, it's a woman. So the invisible hand of time kind of has a godlike quality in this song anyway. Another beautiful surprise for me was hearing what she did with the chorus. In between the chorus lines of Time the Healer, I left space for what I was filling with um, flutes, answering the voices. But in Feta's chorus, she came up with this rhythmic response to fill the space instead. It's so unusual. It's like a, it's like a brass line. It's all rhythmic and it injects a kind of frantic energy into the chorus. I love the emphasis on the word her again here um, and the harmonies. The line reminds me a bit of the singer Pam from Hiatus Coyote. She often comes up with these melodies and vocal lines that before you hear them, you'd, you know, you'd never imagine them. And I think Feta has that quality as well. Something else that's notable in this song is that the bass only plays one note um, throughout. I don't remember exactly where this comes from originally. I think we were playing it in rehearsal one day and Graham was just doing it and it sounded so good that I asked him just to stay there 
especially in tandem with Dennis's kind of steady funk drums. It feels like a pulse or a heartbeat that just keeps going no matter what, kind of the steady march of time. I distinctly remember feeling pretty embarrassed or awkward about asking him. Graham is a brilliant bass player. He's someone who I first encountered playing, you know, James Brown bass lines jumping all over the place. So asking him to ditch his entire technical uh, ability and just stay on E for five minutes might have sounded a bit insulting, but he's a really humble guy. And if it suits the tune, he's happy to do it. Yeah, it, it requires sensitivity and feel, uh, which Graham obviously has in spades. Hello, my name is Graham Heaney and I play bass with Danny G in the Major Sevens. For Time to Healer, we recorded the track as a trio with myself, Johnny and Dennis playing. Danny did have a chart for it, which was quite sparse as far as I remember. And I remember asking him what he kind of thought would be what he wanted for the bass part. And he just said to just play the one note over and over until we get to the outro of the tune and then to change to the kind of more full on bass part in the outro. I was like, yep, that sounds good to me. And so we did a take then. And I think kind of maybe like coming out of the second chorus or going into the second chorus or something like that. I did like a small fill just out of habit, I suppose, which isn't really much of an excuse. Um, did that anyway. And afterwards when we were chatting about the take, Danny was like, yep, that was cool. But uh, any chance you can just play the one note over and over. It kind of makes me think of some of those like live James Brown tunes where like there's just one chord going for like seven or eight minutes and the rhythm section are just blasting away at their parts not doing any fills or not doing any variations like that because like because they're afraid of getting fired or whatever but like they're playing the same thing over and over and over again and like after a few minutes like after three or four minutes it kind of has like a hypnotic thing to it almost that you don't get if if you're doing a fill every kind of four bars or whatever I think when we recorded it, the bass stayed in throughout the whole track, uh, whereas now it's dropped out for the start of the guitar solo, which is cool because it gives the track another chance to build up again before it gets to the outro. It's a super effective way to use like a really simple part and then to just rather than have it change to a different another pattern or something like that, you just have have it drop out. And then when it comes back in again, it's more effective. Sometimes the best thing you can do while playing the bass is to just stop. Yeah, the final chorus also has something happening in the background. Actually, it goes on all the way back to verse two. It's a drone that Ken inserted in there really subtly, and you don't notice it at first, and it just keeps growing and growing until by the time the last chorus comes around, it's literally, you know, pulsating. That's one of the things I love about working with Ken. He throws in these electronic things from left field and it really adds this extra layer of tension and, and depth. The outro, again, it's a bit longer in the album version. Uh, it has a big impact, I think, because we've been in one key 
you know, with one bass note <laughs> for the entire song. And then suddenly we jump up a minor third and it's almost like, you know, a different song just tagged on at the end. and vocals here with Feta and myself singing please be on my side you know as if time again is some kind of godlike benevolent deity you know that will show mercy on us if we beg I also want to shout out to Johnny Taylor for the keys lines here at the end originally when we recorded the tracks he did play throughout um, and he was doing loads of beautiful stuff but uh, yeah it was actually almost too beautiful if that makes sense I wanted that gritty dark edgy sound and we got that perfect blend from the two guitars over the drums and bass ken and i ended up taking an executive decision and and cutting the keys uh, completely until the outro We got to have fun here too with the ad-libs. Uh, I love the lines that Feta does here, harmonizing herself on that line. I, I am on your side. Almost as if she's the aforementioned, you know, the godlike figure um, answering, answering the prayers. In terms of production, this might be the deepest cut on the whole album. There's a lot going on, and I think Ken outdid himself here. This song had the potential to be kind of samey, since harmonically it doesn't change for most of it. But with the production, all the different elements introduced, Feda, Zaska, and the flutes, the drone, it kind of jumps out of the speakers. Time the Healer started out as, as a message for a very close friend, but it probably has a more universal appeal because almost everyone has been involved with a breakup that hurts. I definitely drew on my own experience too while writing it, and I'm sure that I was projecting my own feelings, you know, under the guise of, of you know, trying to help my friend. I once heard it described like this. A uh, breakup is like having a tooth removed, or pain is like having a tooth removed. The immediate aftermath of the operation is incredibly painful, and it might take a while for it to heal. And after, uh, after a long time, it starts to feel okay again, but you can still feel it. Your tongue can still feel the space where the tooth used to be, just that it doesn't hurt anymore. You still have the scar to prove it. You remember how it felt, but it's not painful anymore. And that's when you know you're okay. Thank you so much again for listening. Thanks to my collaborators here um, for giving me their time. And this is Time the Healer featuring Feta and Zaska by Danny G and the Major Sevens.
Thank you. 